A serious issue worth addressing. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning. We're moving on today in 1 Corinthians chapter 5. We will be finishing the chapter as we read verses 9 through 13. And in this text, Paul talks about um, the way that the church should conduct itself toward brothers or sisters in the faith who proclaim Christ, who fall into the sin of sexual immorality, versus people who are outside the church. And there is a difference. Um, Once you proclaim Christ and you profess a saving relationship with him, um, the standards uh, are different. The expectations are different, and uh, one's conduct within the body of Christ matters supremely because of the way one's conduct can impact the whole community of faith. And um, so Paul is very careful here to make a distinction between those who are um, within the life of the church and those who are outside the life of the church, those yet to be reached by Christ. And so uh, we'll be heading into the text shortly. Uh, But before we do that, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you for your word and its faithful instruction. We thank you, Lord God, that you are always near, always with us, and that your spirit is always at the ready to teach and instruct us as we engage your word. Father, we thank you for it, and we ask that you would be with us through our time of study today, that we would uh, grow to have new insight and understanding in your word and the courage to apply it in our lives. Uh, Please direct this study, Lord God, and we pray that uh, all that we do this day would give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, here we are in uh, 1 Corinthians 5, verses 9 through uh, 13. Paul says, I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with sexually immoral people, not at all meaning the people of this world who are immoral, or the greedy or swindlers or idolaters, in that case, you would have to leave this world. But now I'm writing to you that you must not associate with anyone who claims to be a brother or sister, but is sexually immoral or greedy, an idolater, uh, a slanderer, a drunkard, or a swindler. Do not even eat with such people. What business is it of mine to judge those outside the church? Are you not to judge those inside? God will judge those outside. Expel the wicked person from among you. And so Paul has been on this theme of church discipline in chapter 5 this week, dealing with the reported story of a man who was having a sexual relationship with his mother. And Paul said, this cannot be. Uh, We need to address this. This person is sinning. Uh, They're putting themselves outside the fellowship by this act. Um, and uh, you're not to associate with them until they repent and um, uh, move away from the sin and back toward uh, a journey with Christ. And so um, Paul's very clear here, too, as well, uh, that the Corinthian believers are being instructed not to even associate, not to eat with, not to associate with a sexually immoral person within the life of the church who once professed faith in Christ, who once um, testified to uh, being a believing person. And so this putting of the person out of the fellowship is a way to get the person to consider the wrong and come back with a heart of repentance. Now, Paul says, if you judge those who are outside the church, 
with the same um, metric that you use for those inside the church, um, there won't be anybody for you to reach out to because <laughs> the world is full of these people. And so Paul is very clear here to make the distinction between uh, those who are members of the church, who are members of the family of faith, and those who are outside the family of faith. Now, obviously, um, we want to engage people where they are in our witnessing efforts. We want to testify to the goodness of the gospel to those who are living far from the Lord, who aren't even awakened to his presence in their lives, who have no inkling of desire to turn their hearts to Jesus. Um, That is our mission field, is to reach the lost for Jesus. And so, obviously, the lost are living in a variety of ways. Um, Sometimes they may have a a good sense of basic morality, and sometimes they may be completely off the rails, Um, but they need to hear the truth of God's love for them in Jesus, despite uh, where they're living life at the present time. But Paul uh, makes it clear that for a believing person within the fellowship, um, behaving this way, uh, they they are to be removed from the fellowship, and you're not to associate with them until they repent and come back to Jesus. And so, uh, and then that repentance, even that movement back toward Christ would have to be put through a series of checks and balances within the life of the church. Perhaps even uh, a panel of peers would need to be put together to hold that person accountable, to meet with that person on a regular basis, uh, to make sure that their transition back toward participation in the life of the fellowship was sincere. Um, And so uh, it's important how we handle these things. Obviously, even in expelling someone from the fellowship, we want to do so in a loving way. And uh, taking a stand and holding people accountable for their behavior uh, has an element of love in it. If we didn't care about them, we wouldn't care about their actions. And we would uh, let them carry on as they're doing and not address it. Addressing it expresses that we care about the fellowship and we care about them. We care about them getting their hearts right with the Lord. And then we can follow up by continuing to pray for them and uh, being willing to um, meet with them when they're willing to express an attitude of repentance. All right, my friends, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for coming by to study. And I pray that these words would be of great encouragement to you today. God bless.